friends. Welcome to the Relationships Are Your Superpower podcast. I'm your host, Barb Betts. And today I want to talk about something that I actually just spoke about as a keynote presentation in Minnesota. And I talked to a group of business owners and entrepreneurs who are from my industry. And our industry is going through a ton of change right now. And some of it's change that we can foresee and predict, and some of it's change that we just don't know what the next version of us as an industry is going to look like. And it's causing the people and the business owners in my industry a lot of angst and pain and stress. And so I was asked to come to this event to inspire the audience a little bit as to the power of change and what change can look like in a positive way and how to navigate change. And so I thought that's what I would chat about today. And whether you're in my industry or not, this applies to any business owner, any entrepreneur, frankly, any human on the planet. I mean, I don't care if you're just a stay-at-home mom listening to this podcast, this could apply to you as well. So let's talk about going from version 1.0 to 2.0. I first want to start out by saying nothing has to be wrong with you in order to decide you want to make a change. Nothing has to be wrong with your version 1.0. Let's face it. Two and a half years ago, I was 45 pounds heavier than I am now. Uh, My teeth were crooked. My skin didn't look great. I was unhealthy. I was losing my hair, as you all know, on this podcast at a very rapid rate. But yet, I was a really great person. I was a good real estate agent. I had lots of friends, lots of clients, a great business, a happy life, but yet I knew something was holding me back. So I decided to make some changes. I decided to lose the weight that I had been carrying around for so many years unhappily, which effectively made me healthier because I learned how to eat. I learned how to drink. I learned how to do everything in moderation. I learned what fuels my body and what doesn't. I learned to pay attention to labels a little bit more. I learned a lot about myself. I decided to get Invisalign because it was during the pandemic and we weren't really going anywhere anyways. And it was the perfect way to help me with my weight loss because taking out those dang things, I think we all know if you've ever worn them before, is annoying. So it's like you don't need the handful of crackers because you don't want to take out your Invisalign. I mean, who's with me? And then as all of you know, I made the very brave and bold decision to explore human hair alternatives and landed in the world of wigs. And that's really where the change happened for me, right? I lost the weight. I straightened the teeth. I um, ate healthier. I did change my skincare routine. Um, I had some laser treatments done on my face for my birthmark. But ultimately, the biggest change happened when I walked into the Daniel Elaine offices and I spoke to my now dear friend and consultant, Ashley, about transitioning to wear human hair. And I remember when Ashley walked in the room and she looked at me and what I thought I was going in for, she looked at me and said, I'm afraid that's not going to work for you. Um, I don't think that's the best solution for you. And I suggest you try the full wig. And I looked at her like she was crazy. I looked at her like she had three heads. I was like, wigs look fake. There's a stigma behind wigs. Only old people wear wigs. And I had to realize, no, people like me do too. And my 22-year-old daughter at the time Um, actually she was 20. She looked at me and she said, mom, do you know how many women wear full length extensions? You just need help in a different area. I think you should try the wig. So I tried the wig and as they say it, the rest is history. 
you know, I chose to come out in social media. I chose to be transparent. I chose to be public and honest about it. Um, and little did I know that what I was so scared of was a message that others needed to hear as well. And, you know, I hear all the time now, Barb, you're so much more confident now. And the reality is I didn't put the hair on my head and became confident overnight. That person was always in me. But I let down the guards and the walls and the things that were holding me back from my best version of me. And we can call that change. And so Barb 2.0 is so much cooler than Barb 1.0. And I think back, you guys, to how much my life has changed and how much I would be missing out on if I hadn't had taken that leap of faith into change. Because let's face it, any big thing you do in life is a version of change. And the transformation that can happen from that change can be something so beautiful. And fast forward to now, if you would have told me two years ago that my hair company, Falia by Daniel Lane, would take note and ask me to be an ambassador for their company, just last week, you guys, I was doing a professional video and hair shoot with them with a videographer and hairstylist that was flown in from Paris. It has truly been life changing. So my change was something that I chose but I had no idea the benefits that would happen. And that's what I want to empower you today. So why are we so afraid to reinvent ourselves? Like what holds us back from affecting change? Well, it's definitely fear. And my favorite acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real because fear and worry go side by side. And we all know worrying is think, worrying about things that haven't happened yet. And 90% of what we worry about never happens, yet we let it paralyze us. And what are we worried about? Well, we're worried about judgment. And if you've heard me say this one time, you've heard me say it a thousand times, people are going to judge you. People are going to talk about you anyways. So let them. Let them talk about what you're wearing. Let them talk about what you're doing in your business. Let them talk about the marketing piece you just sent out. Let them talk about how you're showing up on social media. Because if you check out one of my reels that I did just a few weeks ago, uh, I said, you know, they're jealous of you because they know they should be doing what you're doing. Like in any kind of industry, when you're bold and you do something compelling or marketing or you're putting out the reels and the social content, the people that are talking about you are not the people that are doing it like you. They're not the people that are doing more than you. They are the people that know they should be doing what you're doing, but they don't know how to do it. Or guess what? They don't have the confidence to do it. And then the last thing that holds us back and... I talk about this in many of my keynotes is people pleasing. And you're looking at the girl that used to be the professional people pleaser. Like I could have had a degree in it, always telling others what they wanted to hear, never stating my true feelings. Now you have to learn how to do this with candor and care, right? You can't just be a, you know what about things, but you can definitely stand up for yourself. You can definitely share your true feelings. You can definitely do it in a way that makes the other person feel heard. And that was something I didn't know how to do. But Barb 2.0 is not a people pleaser anymore. I tell people how I feel. I hear their feelings and I validate them. And then I share how I feel. And I expect them to validate my feelings. And they don't always do that. And that's okay. I have to be at peace knowing I am showing up as who I am designed to be. And frankly, if you have a problem with it, bye-bye now. And that brings me to a comfort zone. Really, we don't want to change because we're stuck in a comfort zone. But we risk watching magic happen. So I want to share with you four danger areas of staying in your comfort zone. 
Number one is stagnation. Like think of your comfort zone as a cozy little bubble. It's nice and warm inside, but it's kind of static. And when you're there for too long, you're not moving forward. It's like you're a car stuck in park. The engine might be running, but you're not going anywhere. The second one is missed opportunities. And this is a big one, right? Imagine like opportunities as doors in a hallway and your comfort zone is like standing in front of the same door every day. But guess what? There's tons of other doors with really exciting things behind them. And when you don't step out of your comfort zone, you're basically saying no thank you to all those opportunities. Just think about all the opportunities that you may have ignored or not taken the next step forward on. And that brings me to my next point is regret. One day, you're going to look back and wonder, what if? What if you had taken that chance to try something new? What if you had faced your fears? What if? I think to myself, what if I would have canceled the appointment to go down to the offices in Newport Beach? What if I wouldn't have listened to my daughter and taken the opportunity to try on these beautiful pieces that I wear every day that make me happy? What if? We spend so much of our life living in the what if and not walking through those doors. And we do a lot of it out of narrow perspective. It means you're kind of having your blinders on. You venture out, you meet new people, you try new things, your perspective widens and you become more open-minded to things, to try new things. One area I need to grow in this is trying new food. If you dine out with me, you know I'm very particular and I don't like trying new things because I have it stuck in my head that I won't like them. And frankly, friends, that's a narrow perspective and something that I can work on. So while your comfort zone might feel safe and cozy, it's not the place where magic happens. You've got to step out of that comfort zone, even if just a little bit at a time, because the reality is change is coming whether we like it or not. Change is happening to us and we either adapt or we're going to be left behind. I love the quote by Socrates. The secret of changing is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Now, those of you that are listening to this, I want you to think about something for a second. How many of you think change is hard? Like if you're driving, you can't raise your hand, but like, just think to yourself, do you think change is hard? And when I, when I hear people say change is hard, I say, okay, show me your cell phone. Unless you're carrying around a Nokia flip phone or the ones that were the size of a banana that plugged into your car, then I call BS because the reality is you've gone through a ton of tremendous change in your lifetime and you've been very open to it because it's been done to you and eventually the phone doesn't work anymore and the software doesn't work anymore or there's an app you want on a new phone and you go ahead and get it and do it and learn it and you maybe get very frustrated while you're doing it, but you do it. So you can change. You've got to shift your perspective because the end of the day, we need to transition this conversation to the fact that change equals opportunity. I'm going to say that again. Change equals opportunity. So let's get to solutions. Navigating any industry that's turbulent or frustrating or changes happening to you, or you know you're going to have to change and you don't know how absolutely requires a strategic approach. And so I'm going to give you again a few tips on what I think you can do to work through this and what I'm doing personally. The first is stay informed and be adaptive. No matter what's going on, especially in our industry, you've got to be paying attention to news sources and people that you know are keeping you informed on what's going on. Now, I don't want you to consume yourself with it. That's a dangerous place to be. But I want you to be ready 
to adapt your strategies as needed. You've got to be ready. You may not know what you need to do yet, but you've got to be ready. The second point I want to make is you always need to be ready to diversify your business. And right now, it's time to add other streams of income. It's time to look at different niches, expand your business differently. It's time to tailor your marketing to address the changing conditions that are happening around us. The third point is I want you to leverage technology. I want you to look into every bit of fantastic, new, exciting changes that are happening out there. Do not dismiss AI. Do not dismiss ChatGPT. There are so many programs, software out there that can truly help you move faster in your business to strategize, to change perspective, to create new content. Like you struggle creating content, you definitely should be going and looking at some of these generative AI pieces of software and systems that are out there. It's truly transformational, you guys. Don't be afraid of it. This is time to embrace this. Move faster than everybody else. Create more content than everybody else. Put out more marketing pieces than everybody else. There is now tools that can help you do this in your business. Focus on relationships. As you know, this is the Relationships Are Your Superpower podcast. And I will tell you right now that nothing has made me more money in my career than focusing on relationships. And relationships become even more critical when we are changing. You've got to have genuine connections with your clients, with your colleagues, with industry experts. We all need each other right now. I want you, if you don't already know how to focus on relationships, then you definitely need to join all the other programs that I have. Go to my website, check them out, join my Relately Mastermind. My Relately Mastermind I just launched. It's fantastic. It's a monthly mastermind. And oh, by the way, you also get access to my entire Relationship Academy. And the last is resilience and patience. Like we've got to maintain resilience and patience during these challenging time periods. We've all got to take a deep breath. We've got to remember why we do what we do, why we got started in this business to begin with, whatever business you're in, and what success means to you. Like what does success mean to you? You've got to figure that out. I want to end with a story. And y'all know I'm a Starbucks geek and nerd. I love Starbucks. Um, I don't actually really even love the coffee that much. I mean, I love it when I'm on the road, when there's typical, boring, you know, disgusting hotel coffee and, you know, things like that. But um, I love just Starbucks in general. I love the cups. I love the warmth. I love all the things about it. (laughs) But I want you to think about Howard Schultz. Many people don't know this story. And I want you to imagine if Howard Schultz hadn't embraced change. Because at 1982, he became the director of retail and operations at Starbucks. And he was passionate about transforming Starbucks into more than just a place to buy coffee. He envisioned it as a gathering space, a third place between work and home. But no one believed in his change. So guess what he did? He went and founded a new coffee company. Now, I never can say the name of it. I'm going to attempt. Eel Journalet. And five years later, he came back with huge investor support. And guess what he did? He bought Starbucks. He took it over. You all know what Starbucks is today because Howard Schultz wasn't afraid of change. And Howard Schultz went somewhere else, made the change, and came back and bought the whole dang thing. Imagine if he was afraid to evolve and change. Imagine if he was afraid to embrace new business models and opportunities. Imagine that Starbucks wouldn't be here today and there wouldn't be one on every corner and there wouldn't be the place you can go meet friends, meet a business um, colleague get some work done in a different environment with music and an environment and the smells and the cups and all the fun things that are in Starbucks, the food, the pastries. Let's face it. If Starbucks was just about coffee and coffee beans, 
a lot of our lives would not be as impactful as they are because we love going to Starbucks for community. It is like our second and third home. So I'm going to leave you with this. I I hope this was helpful today. I hope this kind of opened your eyes up to change. And that change doesn't have to be a bad word. That change can be very positive. That change can equal opportunity. I hope this gives you the courage to rise above the fear. The courage to rise above the worry. Because change is going to happen to us, whether we like it or not. And I'm going to end with this great quote from Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Can you change or can't you change? And if you choose the can't you change, I'm afraid, friends, you're going to be left behind. I hope this podcast was helpful to you today. I hope this episode spoke to your heart. Please, please, please subscribe. Hit the five-star review button. Tell me what you loved about today's episode. Share it with a friend, friends. And until next time, we'll see you again very soon. Bye for now. Bye for now.